Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to the second wind. And we are delighted that you are here with us this morning. You know, I've had uh, such an interesting week. This is the beginning of the holiday season here in in Texas, in the U.S., and um, it's always a time where we think about giving back. And I had the rare opportunity through a choir member, because I'm part of a choir and I enjoy singing, that uh, we could go out to a veteran's home and sing. I had never done that before. And so I volunteered to go. She was having some trouble finding enough people because everybody's so busy at Christmas. And so anyway, we went out, we were joined, there were four adults, and we were joined by a young choir from uh, Longview, a, a small town close to Tyler. And it was such a beautiful day in many respects, not only serving and sharing our voices, singing those great Christmas songs with the veterans that lived in that facility. But it's just here at seeing their faces and seeing how much they enjoyed the comfort of singing songs that they had heard forever. Some sang along, some just sat and listened. But it was the fulfillment of that. Then it was also the, the joy of combining the young voices with the old voices. And it was really a moving day for me because it was interesting to see how we all come together at Christmas and we all have a common message of love and happiness and giving back. So I hope that in your area, you will think and be connected to some way of giving back to somebody that needs to hear an encouraging word, a smile, whatever it may be. Maybe your neighbors, maybe a person you pass in the grocery store, but they're out there and they need your words of encouragement. Now, for those listeners that are going through their second wind, which is what I call whenever we tend to go through transitions, which is pretty much life, isn't it? We're always moving somewhere, and that's a good thing. Moving means you're growing and you're learning, and that's what we want out of our lives is to always be moving. Sometimes a transition may mean some period of sadness, of pain, of real soul-searching, and there, that's just a period. You'll move through that. So I created Discovery. I mean, created second wind because of my own personal transition, because we all go through them. So 
I encourage you to be patient. You're moving through. And to also share the word about Second Wind. Share that it is a radio show for women in transition. And its whole purpose is to help you know that there are others that go through it and possibly get some great information about how it can contribute to your transition. Well, my guest this morning is an amazing woman. I met her at a workshop because we are always in transition. The coaches, we are always moving. And so I met Dr. Donna Hamilton at a workshop. I found her very interesting, but always when I start looking into somebody, interviewing them on my radio, I get so much deeper into their lives. And so I have a new appreciation for Dr. Donna today. She is a former board-certified pediatrician. She uses her health promotion expertise to teach wellness to people of all ages. Dr. Donna's first began professionally working with children over 25 years ago. She carries a love of teaching into her medical career because health promotion and teaching wellness is a key part of the community pediatrics. Now, Dr. Donna has had extensive education Dr. Donna, I almost, I mean, I was like, you must be 102 years old. How could you have done all this? (laughs) And I know. It would seem like it, right? Yeah. It's a lot of education, um, all that medical training. Yeah. Well, she started out, I have to tell, because I think it's so impressive. She started off as a Bachelor of Arts degree in sociology from the University of Virginia. Then she got her Master's of Science degree in zoology at Rutgers University. Then she did medical research at the New York University Medical School prior to attending medical school. After she received her Doctorate of Medicine degree from Jefferson Medical College at Thomas Jefferson University. Then she completed her pediatric residency at the University of Minnesota. Now, I know, how long did that take? That that just seems like, oh my goodness. When you put it all together like that, it sounds like it's a really long time, right? Yeah. Um, But um, college is four years. Students ask me this a lot. They want to know how long does it take to become a doctor. And I encourage them to look at it in stages, which is kind of the theme of this show you're talking about instead of looking at it as one lump sum. So college was four years. Graduate school for my master's, I did that in one year. I did a year of research at NYU. You um, medical school is four years, and um, residency is another three years. Wow, I think it's all fascinating. I mean, Not really that bad when you look at it in small segments. Yeah, yeah, and you lived in such interesting places. I mean, <laughs> I really liked all Hello, the places. Did we live together? Huh? What? Doctor Donna. Hello. Are you there? Oops. Dr. Donna, 
Well, anyway, Dr. Donna Hatt combines her solid foundation in traditional medicine with additional holistic health training to provide easy and effective wellness tools and strategies. So, my impressive, Donna is calls herself a physician, of course, but she is a chief wellness officer and holistic wellness expert. So, we're, we kind of lost Donna for a moment. We're going to get her back. And when she does come back, we want to talk about how did she make that transition? Because investing from a, how did she make the transition from a, from pediatrics into a wellness coach and holistic, holistic wellness expert. Because we all know that, you know, as a little girl, she shared with me, as she grew up, she always knew she wanted to be a doctor. So that was a dream coming true for her. And then... After she got into the doctrine and practice for 25 years, she discovered some other factors that were affecting the health of her patients, such as stress, environment, and relationships. All of those can affect one's health. Hi, Joyce. Sorry You're about that. Something has happened. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> like life, right? Yes. Like, oh gosh. Now I sort of told a little bit of what you shared with me about your dream of as a little girl of being a doctor, and and that was always your dream. Did you have other doctors in the family, or how did you always want that as your? No, I did oh, not, uh, and. Um, I, I, it's just something that came to me. It wasn't, I can't point to one specific thing or, um, I, w- I wish I had a really exciting story, but sometimes I think as children, we just know, we just know, we have an inner knowing of what we're drawn to. Yes. And from an early age, the earliest I can remember, I think I was about nine, I wanted to be a pediatrician. Hmm. And it's something I stuck with, you know, I, so I went all through middle school and high school and I went to college knowing I was pre-med and, and specifically a pediatrician and went to med wow. school. And for a short moment, I thought, well, maybe not pediatrics, but I would look into child psychiatry. And then yeah. I said, no, I still want to do pediatrics. So it's yeah. just something that always spoke to me, being able to help children be healthy and help uh-huh. those who are, are care for children help them be healthy. Right. Well, the- you know, that's pretty, that's really amazing. I don't know many children that start that early with their dream, but I do think it's, it's awesome that you were able to actually get there, actually to develop that career. Why, thank you. Yes. You know, it's interesting. There are some children who, like you said, they, they start early and they want to do a lot of different things. Yeah. I think it is important for us to listen to them because usually at that very young age is when their inner knowing, some people will call it their inner spirit. Yes. Um, they're letting us know their interests. And yes. you just have to pay attention to them and see what they stick with and what what really they're called to as opposed uh-huh. to something they think is fun or a fad and just follow them and, and encourage them when possible to help them nurture that. 
Yeah, and, that's but really... also give them permission to make a new choice and change because sometimes what interests us at one point in our life no longer interests us later. But for <laughs> me, it was something that continued to speak to me. Yeah. Well, uh, when we come back from our um, break, we're going to ask Dr. Donna about what was the transition point in her life that really moved her from pediatrics into holistic wellness. And so I think that's going to be fascinating, don't you? When we come back, <laughs> Donna will share those that information with us, and we look forward to that. So go get your cup of coffee and be back shortly. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. you ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym? Or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough? Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner? Do you need more laughter and less loudness? More self-love and less self-loathing? More joy and less judgment? You're not alone. Come to the living room a place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We're saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We're talking today with Dr. Donna Hamilton, and she has kindly allowed us to call her Dr. Donna, so... I don't have to. I won't go through the entire name. So I appreciate that. But Donna, after that little glitch in the first first little session, we're kind of we're breathing easy to get back into our program today. So we are going to be very positive. This is all going to go very smoothly for us. But I, you know, I alluded to the transition that you went through in your life. And Unlike some people that have a, a like 
shocking, something major happens, comes in, and all of a sudden you have to change your life. Um, you were you were a little different than that, than that. Tell us about your how you move from pediatrics into the wellness industry. Well, they're both. Yes, it was. A lot of people ask me, what was the turning point? And Mm -hmm. I don't have a huge pivotal moment where I decided to stop doing one thing and to start doing another. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was a more gradual paying attention to what was going on and how I was feeling in my career. And as we talked about in the first segment, I I knew for, you know, decades that I wanted to, what I wanted to do and had a vision of what it would look like. But in retrospect, I guess I also had a feeling, um, an expectation of what it would feel like. So while I was practicing and I came into medicine when there was starting to be a lot of changes in medicine, I started um, medical school in the late 80s. And so yeah. I kind of came in when managed care was starting to take root and people were starting to figure out how to navigate. So when I mm-hmm. when I decided I was going to be a doctor, I had the old image of private practice and you hang mm-hmm. out a shingle, mm-hmm. right? And, and that mm-hmm. was not what the world was offering us. Yeah. And then through a series of, of other experiences, I had what I thought was on paper sounded like my dream job. And mm-hmm. as often happens while I was actually in it, it did not feel like a dream job. <laughs> because there were lots of, you know, what you would expect in many, many jobs. You know, there mm. was bureaucracy and yes. there was a big growing curve for the organization yeah. I was working with. And so uh-huh. I had a lot of administrative glitches and snafus that I had to navigate while still determined to practice medicine in the way I was trained to do. Uh-huh. And it just became more and more challenging. And one day I was sitting in um, yet another meeting that I thought, of, I, I can't believe I'm having this discussion, whatever that discussion was. And I'm sure a right. lot of people can relate to that. Right. And something just kind of went off for me. And I said, you know, I don't know what I'm created for, but it can't be this because I'm just too miserable, mm. even though I was doing what I wanted to do professionally. Right. And shortly yeah. after that, I made the choice to leave that position and mm-hmm. try something new, mm-hmm. uh, but still, you know, clinical pediatrics. And I'll fast forward. Over time, I just started to recognize it was just becoming more and more challenging for me to practice medicine the way I intended to practice. Yes. So um, eventually... Eventually, I decided, you know what, I've got to do something new because I was trying to still make it work within the traditional system, but something in my spirit kept letting me know not to kind of compromise or water down my vision of how I wanted to practice medicine. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I just recognized that I had to do something in a new way. And then one thing led to another, and I created this new business that, at the time, non-clinical medicine wasn't a a thing, you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But now a lot of people are doing non-clinical careers within medicine. We're learning to use our medical training outside of the office as uh, mm-hmm. and so but at the time I didn't wasn't trying to be a pioneer or a trendsetter or an innovator I just knew I wanted to do what I always intended to do which was help people be healthy and specifically mm-hmm. help children be healthy mm-hmm. and I recognized that um, even while I was doing clinical care one of the best ways to help children be healthy is to help 
adults understand what it really means to be healthy. Yeah. And it was very yeah. challenging to do that within the way medicine was was shifting and changing. Right. Would you say that you found that you turned more toward instead of treating the illness, preventing the illnesses? Was that interesting to you? The the, the transition there from sort of proactive to, I mean, sort of reactive to proactive in the health of individuals? That was one of the um, subtleties when I look back on it that I was wanting to do more of because the way I was trained and the way many um, community pediatricians are trained, community pediatricians are what a lot of people will call general pediatricians, but mm-hmm. the community pediatricians, we're the ones that are in the office night, we're usually speaking somewhere, you know, doing some sort of community event. We're talking to a scouting troop or at a church or a synagogue or a PTA meeting, right? We're Uh really very passionate about um, treating the whole child, and part of treating the whole child is um, helping the community be healthy, supporting parents and other adults. Um, And so that's how I was trained, and that was part Mm -hmm. of my passion and my vision for practicing um, medicine. So the Mm -hmm. proactive approach was always part of the fiber of how I, I practice medicine. In pediatrics, oh, we treat the whole okay. child. We don't just right. look at illness. We look at how we can help them grow and develop. That's right. one of the reasons we um, well child visits are so important. Anyone who's got a young child or a grandchild, um, they know that we encourage you to bring them in so we can make sure they're growing well and developing, and we do mm-hmm. some anticipatory guidance so you know what to expect. So that's always was always was my lens, and it was becoming more challenging to do that. Uh-huh. And I recognized that I wanted to help adults understand the importance of what it what it really meant to be healthy. That it was more than simply not being sick. That we wanted to focus yeah. on functioning at our best in all ways. Uh, so, so it wasn't so much a shift. I just recognized that it was becoming more challenging to help people understand that being healthy wasn't just about coming in when you weren't feeling well. Right. Yeah. Well, what is a healthy lifestyle? I mean, oh, is it just the lifestyle. food? I'm sorry, a, a healthy lifestyle, it's a big question, but we um, to boil it down, one, I like to let people help people understand what it really means to be healthy because yeah. I recognize over time that we don't necessarily mean the same things when we use the same words. And yeah. a lot of people, when they say health or being healthy, what they really mean is not being sick. Yes. As opposed to functioning at your best in all areas of your life. And that's really what being healthy means. It, it, the word health literally means whole, W-H-O-L-E, like being uh-huh. complete, uh-huh. right? Which a lot of people say, oh, wow, I didn't realize that. Uh, but but that's really what it is. So a healthy lifestyle is one that addresses all aspects of, of, of your life. So not just the physical, but also the mental, emotional, social, and spiritual. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, the big topics there. It when is you look a at all very <laughs> big topic. <laughs> yeah. So those are what you call the five keys of health and wellness. Yeah. So those are the five key arenas of health. The physical, the mental, the emotional, social, and spiritual. Yes. Yeah, so when you work with someone, do you you go through all of those areas or do you do it through a program or how do you how do you work with somebody? 
in those five I do it through programs. So one of the things I do when I moved beyond the clinical care and uh, put aside my white coat and stethoscope, I no longer do one-on-one. I, yeah. I teach people through seminars and workshops and working primarily with organizations who want, mm. that want to help the, either their employees or their members become healthier so that they can yes. be more productive and feel more engaged. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm a teacher, which another fun fact, um, the word doctor actually means to teach. So, oh. so that's another part of my passion. Really, if we're helping, a big part of healing and being healthy is to understand and to learn all these key things. So what I do, I have different programs and presentations that I do to teach people. Some people want a general approach to wellness, and so I do an overview of helping them understand these key arenas and how to pick goals that make sense for them. Right. Uh, but other times, some people have a specific need. They want to focus on stress management or how to do self-care or how to have a little more balance in their life. So if that's right. the case, we'll still go over the key arenas because that, that's the core, and then we'll do a little deeper dive on that one specific area or need. Well, since everybody, I mean, I do know there are some basics, okay, that we mm-hmm. all need, but yet there are individual things that, because we all are unique, we all are different. Mm-hmm. So how do you do you go that deep to help somebody with their specific needs? Yeah, one that- of the things I'm very passionate about is making sure people have the tools so that they can figure out what they need to be healthy now. Right. So one size doesn't fit all right. uh, from person to person, but even what worked for you five, ten years ago might not work for you right now. So oh, what I true. do is I teach people how to assess their life, how to assess their arenas, and then determine what they need now. And mm-hmm. also a very key important is to figure out their their inner motivation, what it is they really want to deter, what what they really want to accomplish, because that helps right. them not only pick an appropriate habit and goal, but keeps them motivated to doing to doing it. And then you can apply it because maybe right now your real key focus will be your your body, you know, so the traditional things that people focus on food and fitness. But mm-hmm. at another point in your life, it might be stress management or relationships or getting more sleep or what right. you talked about at the beginning of the show, doing something meaningful for someone else. That that That's an important part of not only social wellness, but spiritual wellness. Yes. Yes. I just give people the, the, the ability to be able to take a step back and think about their health holistically, determine what they need now, and then also, very importantly, some skills to be able to pick some goals that they're um, ready, willing, and able to do. Because yeah. many times right. that's where people fall apart and they get on that hamster wheel for health. They keep trying to do the <laughs> same thing in the same way that didn't work before. And if we just have a few new skills, then we can create a few more habits. We set ourselves up for success. Yeah. You know, I've tried some of the same techniques for losing weight for years. And and Uh new things are important to get. They help build the energy and the enthusiasm that's needed to go through a transition like weight loss or exercise Mm -hmm. program or Mm -hmm. other things like that. One thing that a lot of people don't recognize is that sometimes – 
the you need to start in it it's more constructive for you to start in another arena especially if you okay here we go doing Don, the same we're going to go to and getting the same results that you're not pleased with it may be that instead of starting in the physical arena transformational coach motivational speaker and author joyce buford returns after this short break If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can, with Lessons in Joyful Living, with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches Lessons in Joyful Living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. This is Uncommon Sense for Leaders, a forum for exploring leadership from the intellect, the heart, and the spirit. Whether you're a leader now or aspire to be a leader in the future, you owe it to yourself to learn about the big ideas that have shaped the careers of compelling communicators, masters of influence, and highly effective leaders. Uncommon Sense for Leaders. Tune in to hear thought-provoking ideas on every aspect of leadership. You can expect dynamic discussions with special guests, quick tips you can apply immediately for better results, and the tools you need to take you from where you are to where you want to be as a leader. Are you ready to crack the code for achieving unprecedented results? Then join the host for Uncommon Sense for Leaders, Catherine Carlisi, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the All Business Radio Network. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are talking today with Dr. Donna, uh, Dr. Donna Hamilton, and she is a wellness uh, expert, and we are just having, I mean, there's so much information here. We just were on a roll and almost couldn't get to a stopping place, but we, we really have so much. She has so much good information for you, and she put it all in her new book called Wellness Your Way, which is awesome to think that we can do it our way. We can get healthy yes. and have a well a happy life. So, Donna, when did your book? It's fairly new, isn't it, to the market? Yes, it is. We officially launched last month, November tenth. So it's only about a month old. Oh, it's yeah, a baby. If it was a baby, it's brand new. And it's, it's doing best- very well. We yes, it's great feedback about it. Bestseller, so I'm told. Yes. Yes, I was very excited about that. We became a bestseller in multiple categories, not only health categories, but believe it or not, in the happiness category too. A lot of people Fabulous. they want to get some information that inspires them to become healthier, to take some action. Yeah, yeah. Now, why did you 
feel you needed to put your message into a book? I wanted to write a book. I, uh, I like to provide people with tools and resources, and a book is a great tool for people to sit down and to be able to work through information at their own pace. Yeah. I also wanted to be able to teach people, remember that doctor is teacher, yes. to teach people how to think about health uh, um, accurately and not necessarily in the way that they, they were, they've been traditionally taught to think about it, to think mm-hmm. about it, that it's more than simply their body, that it's also their mind and spirit and circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But most importantly, I also want to encourage people to be able to become healthier in a way that makes sense for them, because many people want to become healthier, but they're not sure what to do or how to do it, or they feel overwhelmed or frustrated because they've tried to do what they think they, uh, quote-unquote, should do. Yes. I'm not recognizing that that maybe with just a little bit of of a tweak that they can accomplish uh, becoming healthier in a way that makes sense for them. Yeah. Well, you know, the old pattern for, I'm going to say, weight loss is to go work out 45 minutes at the gym. Mm-hmm. And it's in the morning normally. And it's really mm-hmm. difficult for everybody to do their exercise that way. They have to work it in according to their lifestyle. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that your program is a much friendlier program in that it sort of outlines what they need to do, but to adapt it to them? Is that how you've written the book? Yes, and, and actually what what people learn to do through Wellness Your Way is to take a step back and not even start with the assumption that, well, I, I need to exercise more. Uh, mm-hmm. They take a step back and assess all the arenas, look at their life physically, mentally, emotionally, socially, and spiritually, see what's working, see what isn't working, and see where it is that the, the biggest pull for them to start addressing something. Because right. for many people, the, the, it might make more sense for them to start with um, stress management or it may start with um, adjusting their schedule. They're so overwhelmed that they can't think straight. So the yes. idea of doing exercise is just one more thing. Yes. Uh, or, you know, <laughs> for other people, they, they may do better if they uh, take a look at doing something that just makes their life feeling more meaningful. They can get more inspired to do something. Uh, so, yeah, right. it just depends. If, if you've, You may not need to start with exercising, especially if you've been trying to do it and you keep falling off the wagon. You may right. need to take a step back or look at your mental arena, look at your inner, your inner chatter, or how critical you are of yourself or how you're feeling about your body and your health. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, right. It, 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 yeah. And as, when I w- teach people this, some, I can see the light bulbs go off that they have not had not thought about it this way. But yeah, yeah sometimes you get more, you get better results. Even well, one, you're, you're, all your arenas affect each other. That that's one right. thing that people don't recognize. So your mind, body, spirit—they're always in constant communication. So even if your goal is to eventually get your body looking healthier and fit and trim. Dealing with, for some people, dealing with their, their thoughts and their emotion life, that can have a direct impact on their health, on their body. Yeah. But in general, remembering that being healthy is more than simply your body, 
starting with your 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 mind or your emotions or the, your social arena, which is really really an important part of health, can yeah. actually also help you become healthier in general, and then help right. you feel better and more and more enthusiastic about your life, and then you actually want to take better care of your body. Yeah, um, there on your website uh, www.manifestexcellence.com. There are, it's a wonderful website in helping you, guiding you through, for instance, tips for wellness. And in that, on that page, she addresses the five areas, the physical, the mental, the emotional, the social, and the spiritual. I love that you did that, Dr. Donna. How helpful that was. I just was reading over myself and I went, oh, not oh so there were great useful tips that we busy people can put into our lives so that i really they need to go there to see that and read that that's really good uh as well oh, as thank you thank you yeah yeah, yeah. i i'm um, a big fan of making things easy or at least easier yes because that's another thing that often stops people in their tracks. They think about becoming healthier and they think it's this big, unpleasant thing. And so they do nothing. Right. And, and I encourage people to, to start to look and see where they can take pauses in their life, you know, pause for wellness. I, I, I encourage people to do. And sometimes a pause is something very quick and simple. Like when you and I say, okay, we're just going to take some deep breaths and get grounded and centered so we can <laughs> kind of navigate any glitches that may come through. That's a quick pause for wellness. But yeah. other times pauses may be bigger. You know, they may be like a week long vacation or something. But yeah, right. we don't always have have to have these big, difficult goals. Taking right. small steps and then building on those successes is a great way to become healthier and to create new, healthier patterns and habits that we're actually going to sustain. Yeah. Well, I wanted to read just a, a few of these tips because they really are mm-hmm. practical tips. Now, this is Thank for you. the mental wellness, okay? That's mm-hmm. the brain, folks. So do a crossword <laughs> puzzle or a scoot Scudoku, did I mess that up? Instead of checking, thank you. (laughs) Instead of checking your messages the next time you have free time, or post inspirational quotes and affirmations around your house, car, and office. If you don't know what affirmations are, then look that up on Google, and it'll give you a nice description. Positive statements about you and what you want to be. Learn at least one new thing every day. I love that. And it doesn't have to be big. It can be really small, you know. Right, exactly. It's about... one, it's, it's just a practical thing. We're continuing to exercise those pathways that help us learn. So it doesn't, I mean, you can learn a new language or a new word, but you can learn a fun fact. Like yeah. today I said, doctor means teacher. You learn something new. Yes. That's, I uh, see, we already <laughs> helped them with that. So they've got right, their yes. work checked off. <laughs> so right. is there in your book, do they do an evaluation in these five different areas? 
Yes, there's a there's a section that pe- there's some exercises that people can do to support them in evaluating their physical arena, uh, physical arena, mental, emotional, social, and spiritual arenas. Oh. Uh, give some people some questions that they can evaluate it. Uh, there's a lot of guided journaling sections within the book, so oh, it's a good. nice read that people. It's not just a book you sit down and read and have to do. It's experiential. You can work through it and read it and jot down some thoughts. And, and, and really get become self-aware about what you need, yeah. what's working, and what isn't working, uh-huh. and then what what it makes sense for you to do now to make the changes that you desire. But a real key part is it also gives you some exercise to figure out what it is you really want. Because yeah. many times if people are, again, just focusing on exercising, they're not focusing on what they really want. Is right. what you want to lose weight or is what you really want to feel confident about your body? Yeah. Or what you really want longevity because you want to or you want to have more energy. What is it that you yeah. really want? Right. Now, where will people go to get your book? Because I think this is something that everyone needs to put on their bookshelf. Not oh, to be on the shelf, but to read. You can buy it <laughs> anywhere you like to buy books. So, of course, Amazon, and it's available in print and ebook by Kindle. Kindle. You can buy it at BarnesandNoble.com, okay. and you can get it through our website too. If you click on the the icon of the book, that'll take you right to the publisher. You can get it directly from the publisher. Because again, I like to make it easy for people. Buy it where it's easiest for you, where you're most comfortable. Now, you tell us, you told me, you shared this with me, you're going to have a new website coming up shortly. So I know it's going to be uh, fun to look at because anytime you do a new website, there's always good, positive changes uh, that come through and just a new look. So uh, I'm looking, and that's going to be next week, you say, or in a couple weeks? That'll yeah, be hope out. we're working to get it uh, launched before Christmas. But yeah. it will knock on wood with that. The web developers are working feverishly to get that done. So that is the goal, and definitely, hopefully, before the new year. Yeah. Yeah, so we're excited. We're going to have, give it a new look and feel and just to, it's, it could give it a little bit of a facelift. But the, the, a lot yeah. of the content will be the same. Yes. Have, we have a lot of information in, in the blog. That, that's one of yeah. the things that people get really excited about. There's, there's a lot of information um, about stress management and sleeping and getting healthier relationships and how your social life can actually affect your overall well-being and your body. Right. There's just a lot of good content in the blog. So that's definitely going to be the same, too. Well, on one section, you do have your blogs, and those are a list of just really awesome topics. Sleep your way to good health. Teens need wellness care too. Winter wellness 101. I mean, all of those are great um, articles to read. Um, so, great job, Dr. Donna. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's a great resource. I'm very passionate about people having the resources yeah. and the tools they need to truly be healthy. Because yeah. it doesn't but we're have going to be hard, and I'm on a mission to help adults raise the bar about the, the, um, their expectation for right. their own health, but also Here we go, their Donna. attitude and belief right. about what it means to be healthy and, and having a healthy lifestyle. It doesn't have to be this okay. thing you have to do. It can be this thing Donna. you want to do and you get Dr. to do. Donna, we're going to break. Okay. This is God in Country. 
The Collision of Faith and Politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. This is Uncommon Sense for Leaders, a forum for exploring leadership from the intellect, the heart, and the spirit. Whether you're a leader now or aspire to be a leader in the future, you owe it to yourself to learn about the big ideas that have shaped the careers of compelling communicators, masters of influence, and highly effective leaders. Uncommon Sense for Leaders. Tune in to hear thought-provoking ideas on every aspect of leadership. You can expect dynamic discussions with special guests, quick tips you can apply immediately for better results, and the tools you need to take you from where you are to where you want to be as a leader. Are you ready to crack the code for achieving unprecedented results? Then join the host for Uncommon Sense for Leaders, Catherine Carlisi, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the All Business Radio Network. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. We are having a great time talking talking with Dr. Donna today about her program on wellness. And you know she is the wellness expert, and we have seen from her website, which is, um, what is it, Donna? ManifestExcellence.com. ManifestExcellence.com. That you need to go there, and there's so many, so much that you can just experience from visiting that website. You can order the book, but you can also get tips that will help you, and, and you can read blogs that will help you with a wide variety of topics. So all of this is good information that will help you grow and one of the things that we felt you needed to know before leaving today was that the five areas that she has spoken about, the arenas, that maybe there needed to be a little more clarification. So what is the uh, starting off with the physical wellness arena? What Describe a little bit what you're talking at. It's pretty clear, but we, you know. Share with us. Right. It, it, it always helps. We learn, we learn not to assume, right? So the physical yeah. arena is what most people think about when they think about their health. So yeah. it, it's not only their body, but it's also what you put in your body and yeah. on your body. And then things in your environment, too. So it's not yeah. just your food, but it can be lotions and 
chemicals that you put on, especially if you have some sensitivity, but then also yeah. your environment. Like if you live in an old house with lead paint, that those are the physical, that's your physical arena. Mm-hmm. Your mental arena is the area of your thought life, so your thoughts, but also your brain, how your brain is functioning, your memory, um, but also your inner chatter. You know, you're a coach. I know you talk about that a lot, whether people are really self-defeating or whether they um, are more positive and self-encouraging and have a positive self-image. Uh-huh. Then the emotional arena, a lot of people kind of blend that, but your feelings are different than your, your thoughts. So your, your feelings are happy, sad, angry, um, depressed, you know, those, those types of things. The mm-hmm. social arena is a really important one for, for health, but people often underestimate that. But that's the really exciting part of life. They're your relationships, your habits, your hobbies, and your work, for example, mm-hmm. money. So these are all things that affect your quality of life, but actually can directly or indirectly affect your overall physical health, too. Right. So for example, if you have a friend who tends to be happier, research shows us you tend to be happier. Mm-hmm. Um, or if you have you know, friends that smoke or, or tend to be overweight or other habits that affect their physical well-being, you tend to have those habits, too. Yes. So the social arena is really, really very important. And even mm-hmm. your, your relationships, your romantic relationships or your family relationships, they can affect your well-being and your, your emotional life and your mental life. Mm-hmm. And the last yeah. arena is your I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that was fine. You know, I, okay. I and really... The last one is a spiritual arena, which is so important, too. And it's not... A spiritual arena is not just about religion, though religion does fall in here, but it's about what gives your life meaning and purpose and how you make sense of things. And that's really important, especially at times of stress and, and transition, when you need your second wind. Do you have a, um, a philosophy or something to fall back on that's going to help you move forward? Or you just you you're going to say, well, it doesn't matter. My life has no meaning or purpose. That spiritual arena is a really really important part of your overall health and well being. And for some people, that is the area for them to really get start with, because mm-hmm. once you feel like you have um, your life has meaning and purpose and you know what you want, it's easier to make other changes. Right. This is sort of where they get the clarity about who they are. Really, yeah, what they want, who they are, why they are, and uh-huh. then feeling grounded and centered to get um, get a second wind, which is your yeah. like you're connected with something greater than you um, inwardly. Um, yeah, that keeps yeah. you going. Right. Well, this would also be something where uh, you could experience the giving back as I started out the program with today, my whole experience of giving back uh, to the um, veterans home this weekend. Mm -hmm. This is where that's feeding that spiritual need to connect to other people would be uh, fall into. So I can, I can scratch this one off for this week in this, this area. (laughs) But that's a perfect example for many people that, they, they maybe wouldn't think about that as part of what they're doing for their health, but that's absolutely something to do for their health. Volunteering, it feeds you spiritually, like you said. Socially, it's a good habit to get into volunteering, especially, well, I was going to say especially for seniors, but, for, but at any age, good, there's a lot of good research about the health benefits of volunteering. It can help you live longer. It can help you be happier and healthier. Yeah, so that's a perfect I, example. I, but a lot of people would not consider volunteering 
um, a health habit, but it absolutely is. Right. And for many people, that if when they look at their life, that actually may be the place for them to start to become healthier and not necessarily trying to go to the gym and make themselves, you know, get for the fifth, 500th time to start going to the gym regularly. Maybe, just maybe, you might be more successful if you start someplace else first and then revisit that goal. I particularly like during this season, there tends to be a lot of giving back happening this Mm -hmm. in this month. It wouldn't be beautiful if it went throughout the year, but to start in December is great. And I find families doing uh, Christmas for another family or Mm -hmm. uh, serving food for um, uh, at Red Cross or different facilities like that. I I find that very um, uh, responsible of parents to instigate that in their families at this time of the year. I really do think it's good modeling. Their children can understand physically mm-hmm. giving back to another person through food. You know, it doesn't always have to be done through money. It can be done right. by service to others, and I like that a lot. Absolutely. It's a great habit, and that's a habit. Like you said, you're modeling it, and even if it's something that they simply do once a year, though I agree, mm-hmm. I think it would be great if people did it throughout the year. Yeah. It's teaching children and modeling for them that it's good to help someone else, and if you take a step back and go deeper and help them pay attention to how they feel, because most people feel good when they volunteer. Research shows us that the pleasure center in your brain actually lights up when you do a good deed. Yeah, really? Yeah, it does. It does. And it can be a small um, good deed or what what some people would consider small, like donating a dollar or when you're checking out at the grocery store and they say, hey, do you want to add an extra dollar on to go to the food shelter? Uh, Uh um, Yeah, And, and the pleasure center in your brain lights up. Oh, that's nice to know. Our brains. Yeah, so again, pretty, these are things. Yeah, they're good things that they can do, and these are all part of your health. That helps your your emotional wellness and well being, as well as your social wellness. Right. Uh, there's so much research and growth going on now in at, with our brain that mm-hmm. uh, I find it very interesting. It's one of my new topics to uh, read about, but. Um, as we must always keep growing, always keep growing. Well, Donna, this mm-hmm. has been a fun show because it's there's just so much information that you have good information for everybody to incorporate into their lives. Um, and you seem to have done it in a very simple, doable way. Uh, simplifying the five areas that we need to pay attention to to improve our health. I mean, it's all bills on, even if it's a baby, baby step, it's a beginning. And um, Absolutely. You know? So, yeah, absolutely. So is there something you'd like, one thought you'd like to leave with us today? Yes. If um, your listeners only remember one thing for today, please remember that being healthier is more than simply not being sick. It's being Mm -hmm. healthy and functioning at your best in every area of your life. It's about your life, not just about your body. Mm. Good, wise information. So your website again is www.manifestexcellence.com. 
And there you will find her book, Wellness Your Way. And I begin, she's starting on her book signing tour very shortly. That's exciting. Yes, it is. <laughs> and if people want to stay abreast about that, they can join my uh, mailing list uh, on the website so they can get an update. Uh, and also, if they just want to get a little bit of a, a checklist about some healthy habits, I created um, a checklist because some people like checklists. So you don't have yeah. to feel overwhelmed. Just uh, create a list of the top seven healthy habits to um, incorporate into your life. Oh, can for that on my website too. Very good. And then they 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 join your newsletter. You do a newsletter, a monthly newsletter. Is that right? Yes, it's 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 monthly. You won't get inundated. I just worked yeah. up to monthly because I'm a big <laughs> fan. We don't need to be cluttered or overstimulated. So no. don't be afraid. You're going to be inundated with mail. <laughs> you can <stop laughs> join the newsletter, and it will be gentle for you, short and yeah. sweet. Yeah. Well, it has been a real pleasure having you on the program today, Dr. Donna. I believe that our listeners have really gained some valuable information. And now it's up to them to go to that website and join your family and get the book and start moving toward wellness. Wellness is not sick, as you said. So thank you very much for being with us today, Donna. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Thank you so much, Joyce. <laughs> thank you. And we're we're going to we're I'm anxious to listen to this show because we have some interesting little interactions that happen and it's gonna be fun. So it, it is. I, we're rolling with it real life. I rolling. love it. We are. We're adaptable. But I thank my audience so much for being here during this very hectic time of uh, the season. But I know you can listen to it anytime. So you may be listening to it after the season. But we are always happy to have you here at Second Wind. I want you to learn. I want you to thrive. I want you to enjoy your life. So I appreciate that you took the time to listen to this segment and to other segments. It is my wish for you that your life would be prosperous and full of happiness. It's up to you to make that action happen. And I know you will by listening to these guests, putting into action what they have shared. Merry Christmas. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at